live your life by default when you can live your life by design. You were created with potential, potential. but potential doesn't change the world. Join me on this journey as we unlock the peak performer in you. You, you. Hello, dear listeners. You're welcome to Peak Performance Now, your personal growth program. This is Top 7 Quotes and Commentaries with Michael Ogunchola, the Peak Performance Coach. Today's Peak Performer is Adeto Kumbo Olufela, popularly known as Fela Durotoye. Who is Fela Durotoye? He is a nation builder, a business consultant, leadership expert, a motivational speaker, and a father. He was the presidential candidate of the Alliance for New Nigeria, that's the ANN, for the 2019 presidential election. He is our peak performer of the day, and here is my view on his top seven quotes for success. Failure is the test of true commitment. If you back out and quit after a failed attempt, then you are not committed to the dream. This is powerful. How many of us have tried something and given up after one attempt, or two attempts, or three attempts? How many of us, you know, are trying to venture into something new, or trying to discover ourselves? And there is an aspect of ourselves, or there is something we are passionate about. Let me say, for instance, your passion is in fashion. And so because your passion is in fashion, you enroll and your first three months you are trained and the next three months you want to begin to cash in on your training and you expect to be a superstar fashion designer. Your first year, you don't seem to land a major deal. Your second year, your third year. And in less than five years, you're already saying, maybe this fashion thing is not for me. If you have a dream that you want to be a top-notch fashion designer, that you want to be a fashion icon in Nigeria, and you start out and you give in and you quit and you cave in in less than three years, then that dream actually was not for you. Because in the reality we are living in, in this space called Earth, everything good takes time to nurture. It is only bad things that you don't need to plant. If it is good, you must nurture it. Look around you. You will see grass around. Those are wheat. Nobody goes about planting wheat. But when you look at the seed, when you look at an apple tree, when you look at a mango tree, you need to take your time to nurture and cultivate it. So if failure is a deterrent for you, then you are not qualified to have that dream. Everyone, including you, suffers when you refuse to be all and do all you can. This is one quote that I really need to drive home. Everyone suffers, including you, if you fail to do all and be all you can. When you look around you and you see successful people, what comes to mind? I'm talking about leaders in their industries, leaders in business, leaders in different professions. When you look at them, do you think they rose overnight? Because if you thought they rose overnight or they skimmed their way to the top, or they probably belong to some occult group and all of those mindsets that we spread about rich or popular leaders or successful entrepreneurs. If you assume that they are where they are because 
of some occult power, you really have a limited knowledge. Because these guys have given their all to rise through the ranks. Now you, you are probably in your 60s and nothing is working for you. You are probably in your 50s and you look at your life, you have not amounted to much. It's because you did not do all you can in your youth. You did not give all of yourself to your craft. Because when you give all of yourself to your craft, you will be a master of your craft and you will become a consultant. You will be a force to reckon with. So this is talking about the power of building. You need to build yourself up. And when you want to build yourself up, you have to be intentional about it. I always tell people, you have to acquire a skill. And if you are not the type that has interest in skill, you have to go to school, get all the necessary education and degrees you can get. Even though in the times you are living in, because you are living in a fast-paced world and a changing world, your degree in five years from now will no longer be relevant. I tell you, every job that is a form of routine, that is monotonous, such job can be taken over by robots. In the time of AI and robotics, many jobs are being outsourced abroad. In other words, talk about tax management. Now there are systems that manage tax for people. Talk about accounting. So technology is a double-edged sword. It can work for you or against you. But the idea is for you to be all you can and do all you can, you have to discover yourself. The journey is threefold. Discover yourself, develop yourself, and deliver on that area you have discovered yourself at. And then that's when you can begin to profit from your passion. Part of what I'm saying is you need to spend a good number called 10,000 hours on your craft for you to be a master. That's the idea that we learned from the popular book, The Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. He taught us that every master of their craft have given a significant number of hours, particularly 10,000 hours to their craft. And it's not just passing through the motion with those 10,000 hours, but it is doing meaningful work within those 10,000 hours, gaining new experience and new knowledge on a daily basis, trying the hard tasks. So do all so that you can be all. Nigerians must have a dream, believe the dream, live the dream, and work to build the dream. Powerful quote from Feladro Toye. Honestly, there is a real deficit in leadership in Nigeria and in most African countries, which is a lack of vision. As a nation, we don't have unifying factors. We don't have a common goal that we want to achieve. We don't have a vision. And that's why new party, old party, they will almost do the same thing. Because where there is no vision, the people perish. So what am I talking about? When you go to a nation like America, there is a mantra that is called the American dream. I am yet to hear us talk about the Nigerian dream. So as a nation, we must have a dream because it is that dream that we will begin to look up to and regardless of the party that comes, everyone will be committed to achieving that dream. The, the dream of the Americans is to make their society a level playing field where any and everyone can succeed. And that's why people will do anything to fly, fly abroad. Go and look at America today. Are you a black Indian? Are you the Latinos? Are you from Spain? Are you from... Just think about it. People from every part of the world has come to America and have succeeded because they're an American dream and it's working and it's alive. 
What is the Nigerian dream? That's a food for thought. That's a question. Life is a journey, not a stroll. When you're taking a stroll, it's like you're taking a work. You can be random about it. But when you are on a journey, you must be organized. You pack your bag, you know where you are going to, you know how long you will stay there, you know when you're going to return. That is the thing. Many people live their life as if it's a stroll. Anything goes. That's why Zig Ziglar said, it's either you are a wandering generality or a meaningful specific. I'd rather that you are a meaningful specific because if you are a meaningful specific, you will have a consciousness of this life that you have is a journey. And to make the best out of your journey, you must be organized. Just as you, when you're traveling, you have a destination. And the question now I would ask you is, have you discovered your purpose? Do you know where you are going to with your life? Even if you do not know 100%, but do you have a sense of where you are going to? You know, like I had a man, he was working with his 10-year-old at a particular time, and he saw another 10-year-old, and he asked the 10-year-old, what do you want to become? What career path do you want to take? And the young 10-year-old looked at the older man, and he said, excuse me, I'm only 10-year-old, I don't know. And the man asked him again, and he still said, I don't know. And he turned to his son and he said, never be that boy. I want you to have a desire. Say you want to be an engineer. Say you want to be a medical doctor. His dad told him, you can choose to be a thousand things. Even though I don't 100% recommend that we begin to choose what we want to become, but we should discover who we are. That's my recommendation. But that made him to understand that having a sense of direction guides you just having a goal that he can change it as time progresses and that's the good that's the, that's a very good idea that maybe as he grows up he will discover that his passion is not in engineering but his passion is in medicine and you will hear me say passion 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 is like fuel your car is useless without gasoline so the idea is discover yourself life is a journey not a stroll Today is the past of your future. So make today count for the sake of your history. Use your words, time, and choices wisely. So what are we saying? Many of us have a dream. In fact, the popular Nigerian quote is, it go better. In as much as I like to be optimistic, I don't want to be a bearer of bad news, but this is the good news. Really, it go better if you are doing something today to make tomorrow better. But if you are just there, wishy-washy, and doing what you have always been doing, not going to school, not going back to school to build or develop yourself, not going to acquire a skill, not cultivating yourself in the area of your passion and interest, not positioning yourself to learn from the leaders of your industry, if all you are just doing is wishing, if all you are just doing is saying maybe when a new government comes, that's when things will get better. If you are that person, I am telling you, you're going to be disappointed. Because honestly, today is the opportunity to shape your future. This is how they say it. The raw material for tomorrow is today. Your future is still flexible today. If you don't do anything today, 
and you get to your future tomorrow, what will you reap? Because whatever you sow is what you will reap. So let us consciously make our day count because whatever we are doing today is adding up to build a better tomorrow. Real fathers make a positive impact on their generation and so give the next generation the advantage of a better nation to live in. This is a very powerful quote for me. You see, when you look at a country like Nigeria, you will ask yourself, what is happening? How did Nigeria become the Nigeria of today? I look at Nigeria and I ask our fathers, that what was it like 50 years ago? They said, 50 years ago, when you go to school, before you graduate, companies are already waiting to recruit you. When you go to school, as a graduate, you already have a standby car and an apartment. And I ask myself, what changed? And that's the challenge, and that's the question I have for the older generation. It's a clear-on call. It is not an attempt to poke fingers, but it's just an attempt for us to take responsibility as a nation that the guys that have gone ahead of us have not carved a path for the people coming behind. Because the forefathers, the founding fathers, they fought a fight that delivered a reasonable Nigeria to us. But the Nigeria of today, at least to the average youth, is not reasonable enough. The opportunities are not enough. This is just taking the fact and, you know, just saying things the way they are. But the idea is you cannot remain with the level of not enough opportunity. Because I used to tell people, the more the darkness, the more your opportunity to shine. I used to tell people, what is the beauty of light if there is no darkness? And so when there is gross darkness in this space, have an imagination of a room. When there is gross darkness in that room, a tiny candle can make a difference. So the more our problem as a nation, the more we have opportunity, you know, to solve them. So the idea is, based on this quote, if you are a father, ask yourself, what impact are you making on this generation? Because the impact you make on this generation will determine whether the generation coming after you will benefit from it or not. So make a good impact. Real fathers are role models, worthy of emulation. They choose to live exemplary lifestyle of leadership and excellence. I'm reminded of one of my great teachers and mentors, John C. Maxwell. John C. Maxwell was brought up by a father that he saw a role model in him. Today, John C. Maxwell is the foremost leadership consultant all over the world, but he traces his success today to his upbringing. In other words, he had a father that was worthy of emulation. His father modeled the leadership and the excellence he is living in now. What kind of a role, what image are you presenting to your children? Because honestly, being a father has nothing to do with paternity. Your ability to give birth is what age has given to you. But your fatherhood, you being called a father, is a product of acquisition of leadership skill. You can be a daddy but not a father. A father is a role. It is a responsibility that says, I am here to guide, I am here to direct, I am here to nurture. When you are that kind of a person, your children will be glad to have you. John C. Maxwell's dad is in his late 90s. The man 
is still alive. Today, John C. Maxwell is who he is because he has a role model in his father. Ask yourself, the life you are living, can your children live that life? If the life you are living is not worthy of emulation, change it because children learn from what they see than what they hear. Be a solution provider and not a part of the problem to be solved. There are two categories of people everywhere you go to. There are those creating problems and there are those solving problems. Come to a country like Nigeria, we have the prostitutes, they are part of the problem. We have the armed robbers, they are part of the problem. You know, we have the scammers, we have, you know, the 419ers, and all of these people, we have the corrupt leaders, all of these people, they are part of the problem. Talk about the solution providers, we have the business people, we have people working in organization, doing their time well, building the organization, people working in ministries, being responsible for their, the, the assignment they are given, they are making sure that they are doing everything possible, you know, to make this nation better. Just as it is in nation, also family. There are some children, they are just into, they are into truancy, they will violate every instruction. And there are other ones that are obedient to the letter. So think about this. Are you a solution provider or a problem creator? That's my departing word. Thank you. Remember, what has happened in the past is behind you. What will happen in the future depends on the decision you make now. Why not commit to peak performance today? Many thanks to you, my dear listeners. If you are inspired, please like, share, and click the subscription button for more updates. More info, send me a Gmail on peakperformance1995 at gmail.com or call 0802-411-6777. Till I come your way next time, I remain Michael Ogunchola, the Peak Performance Coach, saying, Peak Performance, it is possible, possible.